All right. Now we got to turn the question back to our listeners and say, you know, what do you think? If you could go back and be your own parent, what could you have done to keep yourself from doing some of the things you did? 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We would love to glean your wisdom. It could make all the difference, right, Bob? I mean, God could be hardwired through you right this minute. You've got this tip. Call us. We want to hear from you. There's just so many people out there that has experience and just, you know, sometimes we hesitate to pick up the phone and call in and everything and share our point thinking it might not make a difference. But that is one of the number one things about me coming and doing this show is I get a chance to, to maybe make a difference in somebody's life. And, um, it's just such a great feeling, um, that no matter what I've been through in my past and, and the things that I thought disqualified me from helping folks, you know, some of that experience might help somebody from kicking that same stone that I tripped over, you know? And I uh, think that was you that said what I thought made me disqualified actually made me uniquely qualified. All that crazy biking that you and I did. Yes, sir. uh, We know that that was the heart of a child that, that loved to take risks and stuff like that. So how can you engage that heart to see that child? You don't want to break their heart, but by the same token, you want to be able to do them do all that safely. So I like what you did with your son, that you took him out BMX and, and you saw the same thing in him that you had. And so how can we do that safely? And obviously he made it to 26. How old is he? 20, he'll be 26 this summer. Yes, sir. 20, June 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> He's still got a few bucks left, but uh, not that far away. And uh, it's such a great venue. And there's uh, there's stuff with cars, where they call it the autocross program that's around. I can't tell you exactly where to get involved with it, but go online there's a lot of facilities where there's an old parking lot that's not in use and they'll take and set up cones and let people go and drive aggressively and and get a little bit of that out of their system in a safe environment in with a, a safe environment with a helmet we got susan in greenville south carolina she's got some solutions for us susan you're on the christian car guy show good morning hey there how are you guys we're wonderful what have you got for us well, I think we're talking about a problem of having too much leisure for these young men who I'm sure our parents, they all worked and they had jobs and those young men were physically tired from school, working a job, farming, working in factories, you know, doing things, playing sports at their high school and being a part of a team and being coached. But I, I think we're talking about a lazy person's problem, basically, in that we're talking about young men who, quote, need to drive fast cars. And I, I don't even think that's on the Christian radar. Okay, I'm trying to follow you. You mean that it that young men shouldn't want to drive fast cars? Um, I don't think that that should be a, a pressing issue for Christian young men. If they're actually out working a job, being an honor roll student, you know, being the best at all those things, they would find plenty of fulfillment in life beyond driving a car. I don't, I don't really see the merit in that, or what's the purpose of that? Well, I love that, Susan. The interesting thing is God, we all ha- are built in God's image, and some people, like me and Bob, it, you know, in fact, I was an honor student, but that didn't change the fact that there were certain risks that I wanted to take in life. And I feel like if my father had engaged that, and, and show me a way to do that in a, in a safe manner, because 
obviously there if you go out to to NASCAR, there are some wonderful Christian men that are leading people to Christ right now on the NASCAR track. And if they didn't have that heart to go fast, now fast doesn't mean speeding or disobeying the law, but there is there is this thing called going fast and doing it in a way that that, that they're actually sure. competing. Well, that's that's true, and certainly, um, you know, there's a place, a small place in Christian life for race car driving. But hey, see, there's just and and I, I, I that's an interesting point that you bring out, and I wonder. I just think our our life should be about service to other people, and saying yes, I witness on a racetrack is like saying yes, I witness in a strip club. I mean, that's wonderful. Or yes, I witness in a gay bar, or yes, I witness in a um, you know, downtown club life in New York City, and I, people like me, and I talk about Jesus. It's not even places we need to be. If we were preoccupied and just fascinated and passionate about serving Jesus Christ and loving other people, it wouldn't be all but about Susan, us. Susan, I'm going to disagree with you That's completely fine. because I'm going to tell you, I serve the Lord in lots of ways. But I well, loved, I love, I love, no, no, I'm talking about I serve the Lord and I know a lot of men that really serve the Lord, but they have dangerous hearts and they like to go take risks because they're warriors and God made men different than he made women. And, and men have a way that we like to blow up things. Have you not come across that? Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of outlets for that, whether it's hunting or fishing or whatever, but there's, there's also a way of doing it as a decathlete and there's ways of doing it in ways that actually, um, it's not about getting in a car, putting your foot on the pedal. That's, there's, well, no physical, Susan, I, there's no physical Susan, exercise I, in that. I, I'm agreeing with you that we should not speed. I'm agreeing with you that we shouldn't break the If anybody would say that, the Christian car guy is going to say we shouldn't speed, we shouldn't break the law, but we should realize that our sons are men. And if they're men, there's a good but possibility are they, are, that they are going to like to take risks. And are, if they're men, men they are like sons working. Are our sons working today? How many sons? I'm going to tell you what. You know what? Work. I started working when I was 12 years old. I was washing cars. I worked till 12 or one o'clock in the morning. It doesn't have anything to do with whether or not I was working as to whether or not I wanted to take risks. It has a lot to do with the fact that I was a man and I like to do well, those kind of things. But I, what I'm saying is, you're sounding very reactive. Do your sons and grandsons <laughs> well, yeah, work I, jobs? Could I point work? out, Susan? You know who started re- about being reactive? Because I apparently I played a chord in your that you 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 picture. I think you picture the Christian life to be this this really sort of flannel graph picture of not no, much interaction. Men that are on the- men on the mission field that risk their lives every single day. I've interviewed those men. I, I under, Susan, I understand completely. For a real purpose. If you want some <laughs> risk, go, in, go into a Muslim country and go be a witness there if you're looking for a risk. But I don't see anything that's wonderfully... Susan, you know, Susan, can I say that I'm categorically glad that I'm not your son? Um, well, I, and I, I'm, I'm just going to say, you know, that that's not the way men operate. And, and I really suggest you pick up a book or two called time. like Wild at Heart or maybe the Bible and check it out. You're going to find out David was sort of a risk taker. We're going to be well, right was, back. We'd love to hear your opinion. You heart. can disagree with me. 866-348-7884. <laughs> 